This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. On Mondays, we are having Rav Benjamin Tavori, who is giving a series this year on Mo'adei Hashanah, Shiurim, about the different holidays and festivals. Today's shir is dedicated, the Schut, the Schut HaTorah, the Limut Torah Barabim of today's shir, is dedicated to Rufua Shlima, Rechaya Feiga, Batsipora, Shemishnachla, Rufua Shlima, Ramach Ibaresh, Sagidah, and now today's shir. Last week we were learning the laws of Achilas Matzah. We mentioned the machlokas between Rebeleza ben Azariah and Chachamim, that according to Rebeleza ben Azariah, the matzah should be eaten at Chatzos. We also said that according to Chachamim, although the mitzvah medaraisa is to, you can eat matzah all night, there is a machlokas rishonim whether there is a siyag, whether there's a, a did of the Rabbanon to eat before Chatzos. This, of course, leads to the issue, what would happen if a person gets involved in the Seder, is involved in Sipuris Yetzmitzrayim, says Chidushim, stories, the, the whole Haggadah, and all of a sudden he realizes it's close to Chatzos, and he hasn't yet eaten matzah. So, of course, before Chatzos, he could still eat the, the matzah, but we said the Iker, the main mitzvah of Achilas matzah, is the Afikaman. And if you eat the matzah and Afikaman, ein maftir pesach you can't eat the meal afterwards. So, what do you do? On one hand, you have to eat the matzah, and the Shulchan Aruch rules that we should eat matzah of afikaman by chatzos. In fact, the Ramah says we should say the halil also by chatzos. But what do you do? Do you skip the meal? I really know some families that this happened and they just said, okay, they'll save the fish and the, and, and the soup and the meat for the next day. And that night they just ate matzah. Those people that are makbid oh, and eating kazais matzah and actually they eat uh, altogether at least five kazaisim of matzah. So they're not so hungry, but nevertheless, it's a, you know the meal was prepared and it's a sudas yantif and uh, eating uh, part of simchas yantif is to have a meal. So what do you do? So in the yeshiva world, it's known in the name of the Avdenezer a certain idea that he thought of. It's found in other sources as well, but it's famous in the name of the Avdenezer that a person can sort of enjoy the best of all worlds by making a simple tanai. What he does is before chatzos, the person says, I will, if the halacha is like Reb and Azariah, then I will eat the matzah now and I can wait a few minutes and finish the meal because the halacha of Ein Maftir Machra Pesach Avikaman is only until Chatzos. But if the halacha is like Chachamim, then I plan to eat matzah afterwards. There's no reason to eat the matzah later. We pointed out also that you need not say that this is the regular concept of a Tanai in mitzvahs. 
because you see, there is a question whether a person can make a Tanaiba Mitzvah, but here, it seems that you don't even really require the laws of Tanaim. The din is that the last matzah that a person eats the night of Pesach is the Afikaman. If a person would stop eating, so, the, and the last thing he ate would be matzah, so that could be considered Afikaman. When a person makes the bracha in the beginning and has kavana to eat matzah, it says, Yudechova, I don't know if he needs kavana at every moment of every kazayas he eats. I don't want to get involved now in the machlokas of mitzvah striches kavana or not. But nevertheless, it's very possible that the last matzah that a person can eat the night of the seder would be the afikaman. And therefore, if you eat matzah before chatzos, the meal can be continued afterwards. There are two more laws of matzah that I'd like to discuss now. One of them is the issue of what actually is matzah. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about the uh, halachic aspect of chametz versus matzah. If the if not all food that's not chametz is matzah, matzah is defined by taking chameshes minei dagan, taking certain types of wheat or flour of, that we have, and making them into kosher matzah. But we know for the purpose of matzah, there is another din called shmira. The Torah says, Ushmaitem es hamatzos. Now, the drush of Chazal, which is uh, as if it would say, Shmaitem es hamitzvos. And they have a very beautiful play on words. Mitzvah baliyotcha al tacha mitzena. Matzah versus chametz. Even mitzvah also versus chametz. A person who has an opportunity to do a mitzvah should do it without delay, without procrastination. So that, of course, is the drush of Chazal. But it seems to be that the pshat of the pasuk, ushmaitem es means you have to have shimur of matzah. Now, at first glance, a person would think, what do you mean shimur of matzah? You should make sure that it's kosher. Of course you should make sure it's kosher. You always have to make sure food is kosher. Is there a special halacha? To make matzah, to see that matzah is kosher, shmartem as hamatzos. This would lead one to think that shmira means something beyond the idea of being careful doesn't become chametz, but somehow involves some sort of a shimur lishma, some sort of a shmira l'shem matzah. Now, there's a whole sugya, and obviously we cannot go through the whole sugya with the rishonim. But the Gemara in Pesachim Mem has a whole discussion about Shmira. And at one point the Gemara says, when you, even when you somehow just deal with the weak, you should deal with it L'Shem Matzah. Now, there are two Gersos in the Gemara. Some read the Gemara L'Shem Matzah, and some quote the Gemara L'Shem Mitzvah. At first glance, it would seem that those Rishonim that think it should be l'shem matzah, really mean, just make sure that it's kosher, make sure it's matzah. Whereas the Rishonim that say it's l'shem mitzvah might imply some sort of extra shmirah, l'shem mitzvah. Now, the rush in Pesachim, for those people that want to learn, uh, the source is inside, it's a rush, the Gemara is in Pesachim, daf mem and the rush is, is found right on that Gemara of daf mem 
And the, the Rosh quotes a, a, a vast variety of opinions of what it means, Shmira. And one opinion is you have to have Shmira from the time of Lisha. One, Lisha is the kneading of the dough. And some say the Shmir should be from the time of Katsira, and some say it's a Chumra, and some say it's Lisha, Lifne But he discusses all the different times of Shmira, and also he talks about the concept of Lishma, and therefore the idea of having the baker himself involved in the process of having Kavana Lishma becomes extremely important. And of course, this was one of the major issues when machine matzahs were first where the machines were first developed and they started baking matzahs with machine, there was a big question if you can, if that could be considered lishma. And, uh, of course, this has been a major source of controversy. And there were two issues involved. One is the machine, good machine. Is it really, really reliable that it's, can make matzahs without becoming chametz? And obviously, this question depend, depended upon the quality of the machines. And originally, the machines perhaps were not as uh, well developed as today. And today, the machines are so good that, in terms of shmirah from chametz, it would seem that it's the machine matzahs are much, much, much better than handmade matzah. Anybody who's been to a handmade matzah factory knows that there are a lot of problems with handmade matzahs, and very often you have to throw them away, and you have to be very careful. Machines, the better the machines are, the more uh, developed the machines are, it seems that the problem of matzah, of uh, chametz, is much, 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 much less. However, the problem of lishma was an issue, can the person who runs the machine, the person who presses the buttons and does the uh, the perhaps the technical form of starting the machine, but doesn't in, involve in the baking, cannot be considered lishma. And of course, uh, the issue is well known and well discussed. But we can't deal with entire gamut of Rishonim. I would like to discuss, the. we'll go through the opinion of the Rambam to try to understand what Shmirav Matzah is. The Rambam has three different places where he relates to the concept of matzah that shmura. In, in Perek Vav and Perek He, and also in the end of Hilchas Chametz Matzah, the Rambam mentions the laws of shmira. The Rambam says in one place that the, because it says Ushmartem es hamatzos, Mishum shenemar ushmartem es hamatzos. So, because of the words ushmartem es hamatzos, so then Chachamim said that you should be careful with matzah that you eat on Pesach. In the Perekei of Hilchas Chametz Matzah, Halacha there is actually a, in, even in the Rambam there are different ways of reading the Rambam I'm going to read the Rambam now the way it's in, printed in the Rambam of Shabtai Frankel but there he points out that in our standard text the halacha is broken up differently the Rambam says at the end of halacha ches mishum shenema ushmaitem because the Torah says 
ushmartem, this concept of shmira. Lefichach, klomar, hizaru b'matzah v'shimru osa mikotzat chimutz. Be careful with the matzah and do shmira from chimutz. Now here the Rambam does not have any concept of lishma at all. The Rambam just says, protect it from chametz. And therefore he says, lefichach amru chachamim, the Ram says, therefore, the Chachamim explained that a person should be careful with the material that he's going to eat on Pesach, that no water should come in contact with it after it was harvested, so there is no possibility, no real way of having it become chametz. Now, if we read the Rambam carefully, we notice a, a, a number of important points. One, the Rambam did not discuss l'shem mitzvah. The Rambam did not dis- can- mention the concept of l'shma at all. He just said, the shmira should be shmira from chimutz. Number two, the Rambam did not distinguish between the night, the night of Pesach and the rest of matzah that you eat all Pesach. The Rambam here says, that a person should be careful of the matzah that he's going to eat on Pesach. So, it seems that all matzah should be eaten with this concept of shimur from chimutz. But, if this would be true, then it seems you should not eat matzah she'ena mushumeris at all. Matzah which is not shamur from chimutz, it might be kosher. You can check that it's kosher, you can find out that it's kosher, but you didn't do the shimur, the shem chimutz, should not be eaten at all. That's the way you would seem from this Rambam. However, in the Rambam, in the very end of Hilchas Chametz the Rambam mentions the halacha that we quoted last week and we reiterated today. Misha she'enlo matzah mishumeres halakazayis. When a person has only one kezayis of matzah shmura. So we discussed, when is the most important time? When is a person, when does a person really fulfill this mitzvah? The Ramam says, At the end of the Seder, when a person ate matzah during the meal, but what kind of matzah did he eat? He obviously ate matzah that was not shmura. He only had a kezayis of matzah shmura. So then the Ramam says, Mevarech al achilas matzah, v'ochel oso kezayis, v'eino toy machrov klum. You make a bracha al achilas matzah, the birchas ha-mitzvah you make now, and you eat that kezayis, and that's the end of the seder, the end of the food, the end of the matzah, v'eino toy machrov klum. And you don't taste and eat anything at so it seems that you can eat matzah she'ena mishumeris. The Magid Mishnah points this out there in Perikei Halachates, and he says, "Shimur eno ma'akev." It is not a conditia sine qua non to do shmur and matzah. It's only a lechatchila, and lechatchila you should do this with all the matzah you have. But if you don't do it, it's still matzah and it's still kosher, but you didn't do shmira. 
And therefore, for the purpose of the of the mitzvah of achilas matzah, you should eat that at the very end. But of course, according to Magid Mishnah, there seems to be a problem because he said lechatchila you should do this with all the matzah. But in the end of ha- the ha- halachas that we learned, the Rambam said that if you only have a kazayis, you eat regular matzah. Now, one could argue and say, okay, that's a considered a situation, but the Eved, lechatchila all the matzah, if you don't, ha- should be shamor, but if you don't have all the matzah, shashamor, so you can eat other matzah, but the Eved. And that could be the what the Rambam means at the very end. And the Magid Mishnah then says, but there's one more issue that bothers me. The Rambam says, B'tseiko, the Gemara says in Psachim there and a person can actually buy the batzeik, that means the dough, he can buy from a non-Jew, and he can eat it. But at the very end, you have to eat matzah. If at the very end you have to eat matzah, you're allowed to eat batzeik shonachim. Now, according to the way the Magid Mishnah explained, the Betzeko Shonachim would be a case where I know it's kosher, but it wasn't Shomor L'Shem Matzah. Or at all. There was no Shmira. I know it's kosher. But nevertheless, you cannot fulfill the Kazais Matzah with it, but you can eat it during the meal. Now, according to the, during the uh, entire Pesach. Now, according to the Magad Mishnah, the Ram should have quoted this halacha. Since the Ramam thinks, according to the way the Kesef Mishnah interpreted, that Shmira for Matzah means from Chimutz, and Lichatchila, you should do this with all the Matzah, but you really could be Yotze, or you don't not be Yotze, but you could eat Matzah, which was not made L'Shem Matzah, the entire Pesach. So why didn't the Ramam quote this Halacha? So therefore, there's a, a certain problem with the parish of the Magid Mishnah. Nevertheless, in the Rambam, it seems that there's no din of Shmira l'shma at all. But the third Rambam seems to be that a person should have some sort of a concept of Shmira for l'shma also. Because the Rambam says in Perek Vav of Hilchas Chametz that if a person has matzos of Rukike Toda a person has matzos that were made lishma for the purpose of a carbon toda. So now, that is certainly kosher. You see, chalos toda, or kike nazir, the Ramam is in Perek Vav of Hilchas Chametzumatza Alachates. The Ramam says, chalos toda or kike nazir. Now, they're certainly kosher. A lot of people sometimes become confused and forget that the laws of uh, most of the kabanos, most everything that's on the mizbeach, can not be chametz. When my daughter was a little girl, one of her teachers was teaching them about lechem hapanim, and it was on the table, on the shulchan the entire week, and it's tamid, it can never be taken away, and there's a trick how to do it, even when you switch the chalas, how do you keep the chalas on the table all the time? 
So someone asked the teacher, how do you do this in Pesach? How do you have those beautiful chalos on Pesach? And the teacher, who was not uh, that great a scholar, began thinking perhaps the mitzvah of, of the lechem apanim is so important that it can override the Easter of chametz. Of course, the lechem apanim is actually matzah. We have this beautiful image of the lechem apanim being the most beautiful chalas in the world. But really, it's not matzah, it's not chametz at all. It's matzah. The uh, Mishnah, of course, in Avos, says that one of the miracles that occurred in the Beis HaMikdash was the Lechem HaPanim always stayed fresh, even though it was out for a week. Today, when we think about our matzah, if you'd get matzah that would be a week old, it would really be really fresh. Today, very often, we eat the matzah that we buy, let's say, around the time of Purim or Rosh Chodesh Nisan. We buy the matzah that we're going to use Pesach. And who knows when it was manufactured, when it was made. It could be months old, and yet it's still fresh. Of course, the fact they left it out on the Mizbeach without putting it in cellophane, without wrapping, that also could be a factor. But nevertheless, the Lechem HaPanim, the Rikike Toda, are actually Matzah. So, but the Ramam says, a person who made Chalos Toda, Urukike Toda, which are Urukike Nazir, which are actually Matzah, you cannot be Yotze on Pesach. Because it says, Ushmartem es hamatzos. Matzah mishtameresh linyan matzah bilvad hisha yotzimba. Only matzah that was made for the purpose of matzah. But this was made for a different purpose. So the other purpose removes matzah from the concept of being matzah. And therefore you cannot be yotze the chiyuv of matzah with this, ma- with this matzah, even though we know it's kosher. Now, this Rambam certainly implies that matzah does have a din of lishma. The matzah should be done lishma, but rikike toda is lishma, but it's the wrong lishma. It's lishma for toda. So this Rambam is referring to the Ram- mitzvah of matzah. On the other hand, we read a Rambam that did not distinguish between the the lishma of matzah. He just said all matzah should be made lishma, l'shem chimut. That it should be nishmar. That it should be guarded l'shem chimutz. This led to a this all these problems. In the Rambam led to a variety of opinions as to understanding the Rambam. Some believe that the Rambam really has both halachas. There is a halacha that all matzah the, before Pesach, all matzah on Pesach, to be kosher has to be shamur l'shem matzah. All matzah. But that does not require lishma. But there's another halacha of lishma which only applies to the matzah that you're eating the night of Pesach, and that would be that would somehow make a uh, package deal of all the Rambams, the 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 kezayis that you eat lishma that really has to be lishay matzah, and therefore rikikei toda are invalid to eat as the mitzvah. But any matzah that's not shamur at all is not matzah at all, according to the Rambam. There are other interpretations of the Rambam as well. One of the important ramifications of understanding the Rambam is now, it's a little type of yeshiva learning that we're using to discuss a Rambam and say a chiddush in the Rambam, whereas actually normative halacha is not paskin by Ashkenazim according to the Rambam, yet we follow and we follow generally the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch discusses all the concepts of Lishma from the time of Ketzirah, the Shem Mitzvah, of course, from Ketzirah, etc. 
But nevertheless, the Rambam has one ramification that's important for people who like to try to fulfill different opinions of Rishonim. If we put together opinions that we mentioned last week and this week, the opinion of the Vilna Gaon was that a person fulfills the mitzvah of matzah every kezayis he eats on Pesach. Or we said even if you don't go that far, the night of Pesach a person could fulfill the mitzvah with, with matzah that he eats. The night of Pesach. So, if we would interpret the Rambam the way we just said it, so, a person really should only eat matzah shmura all Pesach. According to the Magad Mishnah, matzah she'ena shmura would be kosher, but you should not eat it lechatchila. Whereas according to the way we're learning, all matzah of Pesach should be shamur. Even b'diyeved, you should not eat matzah she'ena shamur. Lechatchila, you have to eat matzah shamur l'shem mitzvah, even according to the Rambam. Of course, this is only one interpretation of the Rambam, and there are other interpretations. We suggested an interpretation that according to the Rambam, there are two halachas in matzah. There's one halacha that all matzah has to be l'shem matzah, protected that it does not become chametz, and therefore you would not be allowed to eat matzah at all that was not shamur from chametz. That's why the Rambam omitted the halacha of Betzeka Sonachim, that, that Gemara that said the dough of the non-Jews could be eaten, the Rambam omitted that because perhaps the Rambam thought that all matzah has to be made lishma. But lishma only means from the time of Ketzira, but not lishma in terms of lishma. It means just that it shouldn't become chametz. Whereas, perhaps for the Kazayas matzah, there is a din of lishma also for the Kazayas matzah that a person eats in Pesach. It would be interesting to note that if a person wants to fulfill the opinion of the Rambam, and the way we explained it, the way we suggested, and fulfill the opinion of the Vilna Gaon, well, he should eat matzah that is shamur, perhaps lishma or pesach. But if you do not learn the Rambam this way, and learn that the Rambam said all matzah has to be shamur, then a person really must eat matzah shmura the entire pesach. You don't need to, need to eat the matzah shmura that we have in the market. The matzah shmura that we have in the market is matzah that was done lishma, actually lishma with all the hidurim, with all the details of doing lishma, the shame matzah's mitzvah. According to the Rambam, the way we interpret it, you need l'shem matzah. It has to be made carefully that it should become chametz. And that should be done carefully, but you don't need the concept of lishma. So actually, we don't have the Rambam's matzah in the marketplace. Either we have too much or too little. Matzah, too much is not a problem. A person put did shmirah l'shem matzah, so l'shem mitzvah would include l'shem matzah. But so, but there not be a need to do it l'shem mitzvah. It would be enough to do it l'shem matzah. Be that as it may, the Rambam's opinion to summarize the to read the three halachas obviously lead to a problem. Different suggestions have been made as to the interpretation of the Rambam. On one hand, the Rambam seemed to say that all matzah has to be. Lishma. And he did not mention the concept of Lishma, but he just said, from, from Chimutz, you have to be careful that it doesn't become Chimutz. 
On the other hand, the Ramam said, if you only have matzah that was kazayis, that's shamor, you are allowed to eat other matzah. And the third halacha was that the Ram says matzah with a negative lishma, if it was made for the purpose of a rukike toda, so then you're not yotze in Pesach. So other interpretations can be suggested as well. The last halacha that I'd like to mention in this connection is the idea found in the Gemara that a person must have ownership of the matzah. The Gemara discusses in Pesachim Daflamid Ches if you're Yotze with matzah of Maser Sheni. Now, matzah of Maser Sheni, the question of who does Maser Sheni belong to, a famous machlokas between Rabbi Meir and Chachamim. And we will again summarize by reading the Rambam. In Hilchas Chametz Matzah, Perek Vav, Halacha Zayin, the Rambam says that a person is not Yotze with matzah that's Aser to him. For example, if he would eat Tevel, Masarishon, which Truma was not given, or he, or if he stole it, he's not Yotze. Now, most people think that there's a din of Lachem by Matzah. Since the, you cannot be Yotze, Matzah that was Aser, for example, Matzah that was stolen, so it must be because you must own it. You have to own the Matzah. And Rishonim and Achronim have raised the issue, how can we eat matzah today when we're guests at someone else's Seder? He doesn't give us the matzah. It's true, the matzah's on the table, and we're allowed to eat it. But any guest who's a guest at a table should understand that the food is not really his. He's allowed to eat it. When does a person make a kinyan on the food in the table. Let's say a person puts in front of me, I'm a guest at someone's house, and a person puts a tremendous amount of food on the table. Does anyone really think I'm allowed to pick it up and take it at, take it home without asking? It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to the balabas. I have a hatter to eat it. I was once present when Rabbi Moshe Feinstein was a guest at someone's house. And people were there. People came and said to him, we know that Rab Moshe is a great misnagid, but we happen to be Hasidim, and we would like to eat Shirayim. Could we eat some of your food? So Rab Moshe said, I have to think about it. He left the room, and went in the kitchen, came back, and he said, you know, I don't really hold from the concept of, of Shirayim, but you know, Ritzanoshel Adam Zokvodo, to respect people, give them honor, is to do what they wish. And if you wish to eat my shirayim, to eat from my plate, you're more than welcome. And they did. And they were very happy about it. At the end of the evening, the uh, Balata Bayit, the owner's wife who was working in the kitchen, came out and said, you know, a very strange thing happened to me. During the meal, Rabbi Moshe came in and asked if he could give his food away. Uh, I just thought that what he meant is they asked to eat his food, but it's not his food. He has permission to eat it, but who said he has permission to give it away? So Reb Moshe and his Sitkas wanted to honor the people by give, by doing their wish. On the other hand, he didn't want to be involved in any halachic shilas. So he went into the kitchen and asked the person if he could give away the food. So 
if the food in your plate is not yours, it belongs to the Balabais, but you're allowed to eat it, how can you be Yotzei Lachem B'Matzah? The simple explanation would be that what a person eats is automatically his. When I use somebody else's esrog as a borrower of the esrog, since I have to return the esrog, automatically I know that it's a borrowed esrog and I can't, and I'm not yotze with a borrowed esrog in the first day of Sukkot. However, even if you consider borrowed matzah, you can't really borrow matzah because you're going to eat it. Once you digest it, it's obviously yours. So perhaps the very fact that you take it to eat it while you eat it is the Kenyan that's required for Lechem. We don't have time to go into another explanation. Rav Salavechik has another interpretation that perhaps you don't need really Lechem, you just need it to be food that could that belongs to humans as opposed to food that belongs to Gavoa. But we won't go into that now. We'll just explain the simple interpretation that a person who eats matzah actually does make a kinyan on the matzah even at the time that he eats it, and therefore it is considered lachem. So we've learned tonight some of the basic laws of eating matzah. It should be eaten by, afiko- by chatzos. You could use the trick of the avde nezer to eat the meal even after chatzos. Matzah should be lishma, and of course, what is lishma becomes a tremendous controversy, all kinds of different opinions, and we try to explain the opinion of the Rambam. And matzah should be, seems to have a din of lachem, the simple interpretation, not the way I said at the end, very briefly, in the name of Rav Salavechik, is that matzah should be lachem, but nevertheless, all guests eat matzah, that is itself is considered lachem. So, we should be careful to try to fulfill the mitzvah of Achilas Matzah, which is one of the few times, perhaps the only time, that we fulfill a mitzvah daraisa of Achila in our time. Of course, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, there are other mitzvahs of Achila as well.